dangerous intro because it could just go on forever and i could just let it go i would get added it to what my playlist to after you played for us i was nodding my head that's, that's listen to my brain uh, yeah oh you gotta oh. stay the course easy <laughs> does it there that was very dangerous for me <laughs> that was a good choice listen, you need to get clearance on that we need to get clearance to make that like the official i'm sure you know what if the fellas of Nappy Roots are listening to us right now, which has a high likelihood because we're such a popular podcast, I feel like they're probably going to be the most approachable of of music stars, artists. Uh, mm-hmm. A, because we have such common Southern upbringing. And B, because I'm one of their biggest fans and I'm just willing to promote them with the greatness that they do with the greatness that we do. Well, if so anybody's going to make it happen, B. Todd, I believe it would be you. Listen, I'm on a roll right now. I got I got two stars attached to my web series, and I'm not going to say them now. You know what I mean? But I, I've been working hard in these emails, in these digital streets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My correspondence has been top of its game, and uh, and I know how I know how to commune with the stars these days. I'm just going to be known. You're a star on the rise, buddy. Star on the rise. That's right. You got to walk that walk and walk that talk. So, y'all, we are. Let me get to the intro. Oh. (laughs) 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 We've never been this out of sync. I know. Um, We've been out of sync. We are live streaming on Instagram right now as well. Um, We had one person. Yes, we are. And then they dabbed out, so no problem. But um, that's okay. We're gonna have it again. This is a tester today, so y'all are in for a treat. Don't know how much of the show you're gonna get live, but damn it, you're welcome. Just a little Thanksgiving plate, you know what I'm saying? You can't stay for the whole meal, but you can get yourself a go plate. Mmm. Okay. Okay. I like it. Let me get on this official intro. Hello and hi to all you Mr. Actors and misdemeanors. Welcome to Mansers, the toxic podcast for a better tomorrow brought to you by two toxic machismos and one person we promise who actually gives a shit. And who are we individually? Allow me to introduce you. They call her the Queen of Cream because cash rules everything around her. Her name be Miss CTG. Oh, I'm doing? so, oh my gosh. I'm nasty. Cause I just, I wow, just a full blown pussy popped in my brain just now. <laughs> out puss. Oh my god, that was good. Don't worry, is don't worry. You're up next. They call him Shaduki Slim, but you can call him at your local stall. His name is Is. Welcome to the show. Bullshit, I would never do to in a stall. 
I should do these a private bathroom only. <laughs> oh my god! Digital toilets. They called me the Darkwing Duck of my generation because when what? there's trouble, Darkwing call T O Double D. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am B Todd. How is everybody? Oh my god! <laughs> you is what I am. I'm mad you used my shadukis against me. You know, I feel like if I have to hear it every day I see you, then the people have to hear it as well. It's Yo, not, man. And that's not even it's no, important to stay that's, regular. That's not aggressive. It is important to stay regular. I support that. I support that. Everyone get your daily dose of fiber. You know what I mean? Uh, but Israel, you know. He likes the word Shaduki and he lets me know. And uh, we're we're sh- we're accountability partners, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I feel like shit. Like, yo, I got shit. It's really ag- it's really aggressive, and then Dookie is just nice. So Shaduki. I'm complete on both of y'all. Just for the record, Shaduki Slim is a pretty mean nickname, though. I like that a lot. Like. You could be offended by it, but it also sounds like somebody you wouldn't want to mess with. So I'm I'm proud of Shaduki Slim. I don't All right, I, well I, I can't co- I'm not nope. Nope. Not playing this yeah. game at all. Understood. Understood. Um I have a quick question for you guys if you're ready to just dive on in it. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. What is the longest amount of time it has taken you to fully break up with someone. That is, you've started the breakup, but then sometimes things can get drawn out a little bit. Living situations can be messy. Contracts, like, you know, this is not divorces, but sometimes a breakup can linger. What's the longest it's taken you to fully break up with someone beginning to end? Um... Fantastic question, B Todd. <laughs> you know, only listen. Um, y'all already know. I, I've, I think I've shared previously. I'm not great at breaking up with people. You know, I don't. I don't really like to do it. I don't. I like to make it your fault, so I can just gracefully exit. But. <laughs> <laughs> But if I, you know, this like, means you're prime for staying well past the expiration date. Oh, for sure, because it, the conversation <laughs> will begin, and I'll be like, you know, like I just feel like, are we on the same page? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> you're just dropping subliminal <laughs> messages, trying to like. And then you have the, you ask the question. So, like, do you feel like this is working? Should we do something else? I'm like, yeah, you know, we could just, I can do better. I can be able, and so it's like, okay, well, all right. So I don't know that I've ever really like measured the amount of time, but what I will say is probably my most ridiculous relationship. Um, I think I started breaking up with him within the first six months of our relationship, but the entirety of our relationship was five years. So (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hold the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I, you know, it was in my 20s, early 20s. And it was oh, so like, you had time to waste. Yeah, like I knew I deserved better. <laughs> but I also was just doing a lot of things. I was working like three jobs. And, you know, he was giving me money, you know what I'm saying? Like helping me out in time, giving me, you know, helping me get electronics. I was in grad school. So it served its purpose. But I have to acknowledge that. I definitely, um, uh, it, it really should have been a, maybe a year-long relationship, Max. The fact that it went five is a problem. I will never do that again, I promise. That's it. That's all I got. That's wild, because I- It should have been a like, year, and it went five. <laughs> I'm, that's fucking wild. <laughs> I'm a uh, person now. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone like for like me breaking up with somebody. I've not really broken up with a lot of girls at all, but it's never been long. Like a conversation, I'm like, yo, I don't think this is working. Uh, I've never been like same day in and out, clean cut, yeah, let's, separation. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, we know you, Todd. You about to burn all that shit as soon as they out the door. So you know, it's he, got- he, uh, he turns on JoJo full max. Get out! Leave right now! Go! B-Tot get the work. You, right. Did you choose a white artist on purpose? Or was that... Just- no, JoJo's <laughs> barely white. JoJo's the female B-Tot. Literally. Whoa. Literally. Literally. Toto. I love it. No, you're not going to get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, um, you know, I'm not keen on... like. I kick somebody out if if it was like a casual hookup scenario that has less, you know, formalities. I guess less uh, patience. But in a relationship, I could say easily it took a, a good six months from beginning to end for us to completely detangle. Um, I remember in like in college, man, uh, this girl broke up with me. And then we were still doing that thing where, like, we hang around each other and, you know, the other things. So it, it confused me a little bit. But I was, like, still saying I love her and that she's my girlfriend. She's like, I'm not your girlfriend. And it just – it took my simp ass a, a while to let that click in officially. I really um, would like to get a name. And then I, I want a name so bad. I'm so messy. I just, like, can you type I, the name in the chat? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Put Latoya on blast. I try. I, I mean, I try to – I try so to keep so people. I, okay, uh, that's what I thought it was. Okay. Okay. I try I mean, to keep names out of it, you know, and I try to not give as many details as, as possible to, to protect the not so innocent and the innocent alike here. Um, you don't need to know their names. You just need to know the experiences. I will say, though, I had a, 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 a relationship that it like we the breakup happened. And then it was everything. It was drama post breakup that continued to go on for like a year and maybe a little bit longer. But the breakup itself was pretty short and painless. The worst, though, the worst is absolutely breaking up with someone and then having to live with them. And I, I found that that is actually a lot more common. Telling? I'm telling you, it's a lot Listen, more common than I think people understand. Even worse. Uh, my daughter's mother and I broke up. Uh, we were still living together. And I tell you what, I ain't never seen a nigga get so happy and me get so angry in one time. 
Like she started talking to other people, and I was like, I'm not. We're not together. We, it wasn't like residual feelings, but it was like, I hate seeing you smile. <laughs> like I hate it, bro. She used oh, to have my. the ringtone to fucking that Lloyd song. Lay your head on my pillow. I fucking hated that song so much. I've never heard it before. Just that part, and that shit used to go off all the time. And I used to be like, I want to drop her fucking phone in the toilet. Yeah, I hated her, that shit. How long so did much. you live together post-breakup? Uh, a couple months. But, like, it was, like, all over. We weren't sleeping together, like, nothing. I just <laughs> I had the couch. We paid rent together. Like, it's hard press to just get up and move just because we broke up. So I was, I was still home. Yeah. Right. In our scenario, it was like, I, I was... Man, it's crazy now I think about it. We actually like moved because we broke up, but then the lease was ending on the place in like two months and she still didn't have a place to live and I had to find a place for me to live. So then I found a place for me to live and she came along with and we still stayed living together post breakup for, like, for like four more months. Yeah, but the scenario was like, here's my thing right like this is this is the amount of respect i'm going to give you even without children is that if i cared for you in the relationship you know and like i i whether the relationship is running its course or not i don't necessarily want to see anybody fall on their ass i don't want to put anybody in a terrible position so she was still in between jobs and i told her like Listen, as much as this sucks, it's safer and better for you to stay with me until you get on your feet and then you can transition out peacefully. And so that was that was my own willing. But like I said, I, I kind of self-identified as a simp as well during those times because, you know, I you was. You know what, Todd? Fuck yeah. that simp shit. That's bullshit. You were a stand-up gentleman. And if I can, because I feel like you are giving us the perfect segue to jump right into our first pop culture combo. Oh my gosh, yes. Can I? Because I feel like you did that not even having children. And our first pop culture topic is Da Baby (sighs) and Danny, whatever her name is. Fuck you. (laughs) But I mean, the fact that you were like, yo, I see where you're at. I see what you got going on. You can still be here in this space with me. We can coexist. We can cohabitate together while you get your shit together. And this joker, motherfucking ass joker, joker over here kicking out not just the girl, but his baby as well. WTF. And that's the part broadcasting that shit on the internet. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what joker ass men are out here really high five and co signing that shit. And that's, I'm okay. Oh, I got boys that think they men. Yeah. Who started? Mm. Uh, mm. All right. You're going to start. Some thoughts. You're going to oh, start. I mean, you're going to start. Just, just because, one, I do have a kid, right? Or like four or five of them. Who knows? Um, He's actually the fourth co-host of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one, the idea that people are still putting things out on the web, right, on the internet, going live, that's this the top five corniest things that you could do, especially to somebody that you at one time cared about. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then picking, purposely picking the time to do so, right? He picked when she mad and they finish an argument and he can play off like he don't care because he's on live. 
while catching her while she's in an emotional place. It was such that's bullshit. cool. Yeah, and be like, oh, she's she's cuckoo. She's not cuckoo. She's expressing herself, and you're taking advantage of that particular moment. And it was just it was so trash because as no man would do that, right? We wouldn't. You wouldn't. As a real man, you're not going to sit up there and do that shit to no woman. To no person as a whole, but definitely not to your woman. And then the mother of your child, like, right. boy, come on. I, I, I mean, I don't listen to the baby's music. He doesn't make music for me, I so I'm not at a loss for anything. It's a bop. It's a bop. It's a yeah, bop. I'm good. I'm good on that. I, I'm not. I'm not at a loss for anything myself. It's just, it's such a corny thing, and to see how many of these other boys are like, yo, man, yeah, yeah, she's clown. Nah, y'all clowns for even thinking that's agreeable because y'all got mothers and sisters. Right, somewhere in your life. And the fact that you would think that is okay, you would think that it's okay for somebody to do that to your moms or your sister or your future daughter. Exactly. It always to. comes back. It always comes back to that, man. Like the older I get, the more that makes sense of how you treat women is indicative of how you look at your family or your mom or your sisters or whatever is happening with you personally and where you come from, you're going to let it be known with how you treat women moving forward. And there's something, mm-hmm. there's a huge disconnect there. Yeah. That's just trash, bro. That's yeah. Well, trash. her, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know her. Before you slide to her, the last thing I want to say about that is that then in the same sentence, he was like, I still have a queen to raise. Bitch, what? 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 Mm. Mm. You can't separate those two things. Mm. Thinking that you can treat one woman one way, yeah, exactly. Mm. And then to make a follow up video talking about, yeah, this is my side chick. She's certified side chick. Like you think you're embarrassing her, and for Joker as jokers, they will be like, oh yeah, she a clown. But to the rest of us grown folks, we just see you being a fucking embarrassment of a man. Period. I. I often like to, uh, on this show, run recaps of where we are. And 2021 has been the clowniest year for the baby in the hole. Okay. And this man just keeps digging his own grave. Uh, so the first of our, that I remember that he started this like negative run, uh, this run of toxicity was if you guys remember, he was in a tour van. And some guys came up outside of his van trying to hustle like they were selling candy or cookies or something like that in the box. The famous Andes or or famous Amos, I mean, rather, whatever. And, you know, they were like, oh, will you buy the whole box? Try to sell it to him for like 400. And then he ran the math on him and was like, oh, see, you're trying to scam me. I would have given you the 200. But now that you're trying to run one on me, I'm just going to give you like, or he didn't even give him $2 or something like that. And then he put that on yeah, and then he put it on Instagram as if to shame these two guys who don't nearly have anything that the baby has in terms of like financial <laughs> offering, whatever. But like, and I'm pretty he sure he decided to make them. I'm pretty yeah, they sure were teenagers. Teenagers. Like the fact that he felt the need to embarrass them and put it on his Instagram platform to say, you know, don't do this. Like that was corny to me first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. then we move forward with his whole <laughs> assault on the lgbtq community um uh, what was that rolling loud or whatever was that the next thing that happened i feel like there was something else in between yeah, and he, he went on that tirade talking about um if you don't have aids them. and shit <laughs> oh good lord yeah yeah i mean 
that watching him refuse to apologize for that whole thing and then ultimately kind of apologize anyways right and now here we are and he's assaulting heterosexuality just from how he's how he's kicking out not only the the mother of his child but the baby itself yeah that is mind-blowing to me like you're like it's three months you gotta go but you and the baby got to go. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. He doesn't even have enough self-respect to protect his own child. Child, yeah. And that gets under my skin. Because, like, I'm sure we could have all, I mean, no, I can't say we have all. But I particularly come from an upbringing where I felt cast aside by one of my parents, you know, and it's been a struggle trying to fix that. So I can only imagine what this child is already set for three months into its life and being kicked out of dad's house because he's like, you got to go. Because your mama is crazy. But also the immediate thing that most dudes think that when the thing separates that it's always a mom's job to take over. Nigga, you, you got the most money coming in. Why can't you keep your daughter? Right fucking clown like that that shit is yo he's so fucking trash for that man it's it's just and and niggas think that that shit is like some type of player cool shit to do oh you the man you see how you handle that that's not the way that you handle your business bro not at all to this day my daughter's mother and i do not we ain't really friends right but we don't argue because we understand that we got a job to do but she will never if i can help it have a real need for anything Right, I don't want to just jump up. I'm not just jumping up and just giving her because you know I yeah I pay what I got to do and I take care of my kid. Yeah, but if she was ever in a position where it's like it's hitting, like she's struggling, I got to jump in. And that and we've been broken up for almost twelve years. I just like what? Why would you kick your child out? Like if you feel like the child needs to be with their mother, fine. If it's your apartment, like. Also, couldn't you just fucking leave and take your own grown ass to a hotel? Like, if it's that much of a thing, give yeah, her a scenario. Hey, to do it, yeah. Or, like, hey, I'm not really feeling this. You stay here. I'm gonna go get me a room, or fuck, I don't know, go on tour or something. Go make some money. Get the fuck out of your own house. But like, there's, I don't get the false sense of authority that you have in that scenario and how you would feel good, like. You chose to sleep with this person. You chose to procreate with this person. Y'all mutually agreed to keep the baby, or maybe she agreed to keep the baby, but afterwards it, it's apparent that you said you can stay with me. Back in the space, right. So, like, and then another thing is, like, uh, I just don't feel like people should let all this drama air out on social media because there's nothing but people looking for shit to do and pick apart, exactly. and that poor child is going to have this attached to it. Also, he called the cops on her and she got arrested. Yes. He called the cops on her and filed assault charges. So if you didn't want to take care of the baby, who is going to take care of it when you now have arrested the mother? It's That's where you just can tell that there's no, like he's not thinking about this critically from the larger picture standpoint, because at some Nothing point he does he's going to have to answer to his child. At some point, he's because it's this is the day of the internet. And while this is like a blip in all the bullshit going on, people will remember. 
it's it lives out there it exists so one day he is going to have to answer to his daughter and explain why he thought it was okay acceptable to one embarrass her mother on the internet to call the cops on her mother uh you know and then broadcast that on the internet as well and then three kick her mother out of their place like even if she okay devil's advocate if somebody lives in my house doesn't want to leave i've asked them to leave right broadcasting them on instagram live to embarrass them is like it's like for what for what like how is this going to make it happen especially when i have resources to increases to do he just looking for the popularity from the hood yeah that's all niggas care about is how the hood see them he doesn't care that his daughter is gonna have to live like live with it that his that the mother of his child is gonna have to live with it he obviously don't care about nobody other than him clearly it, that um, shit is bananas that's not what men do that's not that's is not yeah. what men do i mean i know we're not. supposed to stick away from generals and stuff like that but there is a certain there is a certain respect that comes with what i attribute to manhood and manliness and that is taking responsibility for things that you have brought into this world and the people who have helped you make people like Mm -hmm. you don't have to love her y'all sure as fuck don't have to get along but you do have to take care of an environment to raise this child yeah and like you know like put your 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 own personal shit aside for one moment have enough wherewithal to get some space. Like I said, one of y'all get out, but like, if it's me, I'm not kicking the mother of my child and the child out of my house. It's, I need to leave because I need to get some space from night. in the middle of the night. Oh my God, man. Look, the only baby we Especially recognize is Will. You got the money to do, to for you to get out. You have the money to comfortably get out and go right. stay wherever you need to stay until things get in order. It's not like it's not like this is my own spot. This is my only spot, and that's why it makes it a little bit more of a struggle. Right. You got enough money to go take care of yourself for for a week. Exactly. At a hotel and, you don't even and never even go. notice it. Exactly. Just go stay with another side piece. Right. Just yeah. go down the Rolodex. You know what I mean? Go burn that energy off somewhere and then come back with a cool head once you've emptied the chamber. Cool heads prevail, you know? It's like maybe he's on this self sabotage tour right now. Maybe that's what it is. Well, maybe. yeah, he but is he's like, doing it. He's still getting well, praised for it. Petey Pablo is very disappointed in the baby. Petey Pablo, what? Yeah. what? North Carolina, stand oh, North Carolina. up. <laughs> the baby yeah. was the only other artist to come out of North Carolina. It's Petey Pablo and Petey Pablo, you know, that torch was not carried and. Petey North just said Carolina. I have to Okay, sorry. Come on and he raise said, up. Put your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you spin around your head. Give me that shirt. Yo. Okay, so is what were you gonna say about Danny though? On her side? Oh, I, I don't really have too much of an issue with her. The biggest thing I did, I mean, I, I even wrote about it, like you can't say nigga. Uh yeah, you yeah. don't yeah, you don't identify as black. Like she's Dominican, right? But she yeah. doesn't identify as black, she's which is absurd. Not. Uh, and she's white passing. Yeah, uh, you could look at her and be like, "Is she a little?" But yeah, like you could tell. Other she than that, you'd be touch, white passing. But... So the whole time, I was like, "Yo, you got it." The thing that I wrote is that as men, we don't know the emotional toll 
the emotional, physical, mental, and uh, mental toll that childbirth and just bringing a child into this world. It's not just a birthing part, but carrying that baby has on a woman. So we have to be more understanding of that, right? I don't know what it's like to have a full human grow in me, change my hormones, change my body, do all this shit. And a lot of times, especially black women or all women as a whole, let me just say that, can go through, uh, was it postmortem, um, where they struggle with depression postpartum. after giving postpartum, postpartum, right? Where they struggle with depression after the fact, to the point of not even not even wanting to be with their own child because it creates such a sadness. Exactly. And all we yeah. do as men, a lot of the times, is especially when we're in a situation that we don't necessarily want to be in, is beat that person down without consideration of what we're doing and what that means to that person. As a whole, just people, we do that shit way too often. But for men that do that to women right after they give birth to you, that's your future, my nigga. Like, that, that I have never been in a situation where I was like, yo, I'll do this and I'll get her back. Because that mm. is my kid. Yeah. That is me. I, I ma- That is my blood. That's it. There is nothing that's, that's it. ever going to make me do something that will put you in harm's way. Yeah. And you take care of the most important thing in my life. Yeah. How could I possibly treat you that way? I may not always get along with you. I may not even like you a lot of the times. But at the end of the day, that is me. Yeah. They carry right. within them me. And that is bananas. And as men, we have to do better. We have to do, and that's what it means for all the motherfuckers that be like, yo, protect your women. This is a part of it, nigga. <laughs> when things hurt, when shit ain't going right, it's understanding how to handle the how to handle it the right way. There's a that's a big thing. We can't just go around thinking that we that nigga, and so we can say and do whatever it is that we feel. That is that is not the mark. That's not what makes a man. Just because you I mean, can doesn't mean you have to. That was one of my first thoughts. When I heard that he kicked out the child too, immediately I went to, man, he must really hate himself to kick out his own DNA. You know, like, and I'm not even making excuses for him. Like, that, that is nowhere near making an excuse for him. But I was like, damn, he must really hate himself some kind of way to kick out his own child. Because, like, what can be more innocent than a baby three months old? Literally, doesn't even have time to offend you unless it pooped in your mouth. Does it? Does it? That's and if it did, that's kind of and it wasn't even intentional. That. If it did, you know, it sounds like a personal choice. Um, yeah, and but I wonder if his rebuttal will be, "Well, I was only kicking out her mom; the baby could stay." No, nigga, that is the no. mother of your kid, bro. That is the mother of your kid. Like some goofy shit that he would come all at, at the end of the day, once that starts to happen, for women too, once you have a child with somebody, they, those things kind of become one and the same. You don't have to take care of no other man. You don't have to take care of no other adult. But you have to realize that there's a big thing of respect that goes with it, and there has to be some type of caring. Again, I, I my daughter's my daughter's mother has a whole other family. She's I think she engaged. I saw a ring. I don't know. I didn't ask any questions. She has other children. But when I ask questions about like, you know, when I when I go Christmas shopping, I ain't got nothing for them kids, but I'll, I'll grab them up something small. Why? Because they my, they my daughter's siblings. Siblings, yeah. Right. And that's a part, of, and if you're a part of my daughter's life in a positive way, I mean, that's that's something that I, that I want to continue. 
I love to see my daughter smile and whatever it takes to make that happen. And we gotta be, we gotta do better at just understanding how to separate at a positive level. Not everything's right. gonna work out, and that and and love when you love somebody, that shit hurts. But there's different ways to go about it. We gotta be adults about this shit. Yeah. Self love is the best. And then it is. I'm saying, nigga. Yeah, for sure. She's for sure. Absolutely. Like she made that dumbass yellow bone song because she dates black men who let her do it. Um, she she made that yellow bone song. She's like, first of all, it's red bone. That shit bothered the shit out of me because my southern roots would never allow me to say yellow bone. It's red bone. Good light skins. That was where it first walked up. I was like, are you talking about like? Chinese people? Uh, <laughs> oh, well, now you join the, the party. The toxic pot is back, baby. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There it is. Didn't take long to uncover it. It's okay. I love my Chinese people. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's yeah, all goofy. I was offended as somebody who society considers to be light skin. I thought that was the goofiest shit ever. It, 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 I, I don't know shit about Danny Lee. I've just so seen sorry. her pop up. It, I assume she's more of an influencer than anything else. Is she Dominican? Is, is that right? <laughs> she is Dominican, but is Miss CTG wow. light skinned? It's a question right now. Society light skinned. Nigga. Please and thank you. Okay. I'm brown. I mean, judging from over here, the pronouns are caramel. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hater you're a hater you're the most balanced <laughs> podcast we have people of all three shades here exactly yeah yeah well, we need a light medium person, and- okay <laughs> i'm not it <laughs> you're mid-tier light skin you're mid-tier light skin there's lighter there's far lighter Listen, if y'all saw my grandmother and my mother, you would understand why I do not consider myself personally to be light-skinned. No. That's it. Hilarious. Understood. Thank you for that moment. Y'all are here. Especially (laughs) I'm not. I'm really an observer, and I am just here to receive... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't do the (laughs) the brown paper bag test. (laughs) Let me see them palms. <laughs> Not the brown oh, paper no. bag. Oh no! Oh, no, no paper bags. Yeah, do they even make those anymore? Yes. They do. Paper bags. Yeah. What? Yeah. Does anybody okay. make paper brown? I got some shopping bags here that are brown, but that's not the brown paper bag we talking about. No, not Trader Joe's. That's that's already too dark. It's uh, it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Lidl. Lidl. Y'all know Lidl? Y'all might not have it up there. I don't know. No. Okay. No. Anyways, who's next on the docket? Well, we can transition right into the other one because I mean the other the other relationship we want to talk about is just as toxic. Um, Stevie J and Faith Evans. Stevie. You guys heard about this? Stevie. 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 The fuck are you doing? What is that? <laughs> what is that? That was like that was the, I never Jocelyn. watched any of Love and Hip Hop. Okay, never. But the one thing I could quote from that show is her like 
butchering his name. Stevie. Stevie. She could not. She couldn't pronounce. I mean, she is Hispanic, so I guess she just was unable to say V. So she said B. So she called him Stevie. 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 Well, Stevie J (laughs) was just recording (laughs) the fallout of divorce with his significant other, Miss Faith Evans, legendary Miss Faith Evans. Uh, both telling each other that they fucking hate each other. Um, Faith Evans more so than Stevie. Did she and, say that? Uh, I hate you. Yeah, I fucking hate you. She said it repeatedly in the video. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate oh, you. No, I'm not. Um, and that. Stevie J looks pretty hateable. That sounds about right. Um, he's an ugly individual. I don't know. He, how he, keeps he looks like these. a rat in the, he, in the nose. He looks like. <laughs> Like a Disney villain, you know what I mean? Like if there ever was a Disney villain oh, from the street, he looked like the, the nigga you know from I mean? Tarzan. Mm. Okay, mm. I I can't comment on I don't that. Know That's that gonna be too racist. Yeah. The Tarzan nigga, he has a the mustache of the Tarzan dude. Which uh, oh okay yeah Tarzan? the the guy who was like the oh you call it the, the hunter, hunter or whatever yeah 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 the version no. I'm about to Google it the cartoon version. But I mean. I know the guy's got money, and I suppose that works for him well, and then connections as well. But, like, he stays having side pieces and baby mamas galore, and nobody cares that others have made that mistake before them. But, anyways, somehow he landed Faith, and uh, and now they're getting divorced because we all knew that was coming. But, apparently, per the video, Faith slept with some other man allegedly that's all we know all we know is what stevie was saying but she definitely did not seem to say again she's on uh she's on a movement right now don't just ignore it oh (laughs) let's see if we can find the video maybe i can play some audio for you guys guys i found the the villain from tarzan his name is clayton put it on the screen clayton clayton and he does, he does look a little Stevie-ish. Let me uh, show the people at home. That I'm, guy right there. Mm-hmm. That, the people I'm at telling home. You. People but yeah, I, so first of all, what I said was it's time for women to start cheating first. So good for faith. Um, and then I said, <laughs> I'm kidding, sort of. Sort of. Um, definitely okay. not kidding. <laughs> She's definitely not kidding, y'all. Today is my day to be toxic. We drew straws. Um, so I um, <laughs> you know, not with the delay giggle time. <laughs> okay, you know what? Miss CTG, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the audio while you get your life together because you're you're losing it. You're when a woman tells you she hates you. Turn it up, Todd. I hate you. We lie, I hate you. It's cool. We lie. It's cool. Shit. I ain't going nowhere. Why did I just find the censor? 
Yeah, I have no idea what they're saying. All I hear is you too. I hear a lot of beeps. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Do the voiceover for it and fill in the curse words. That's pretty much it. It's just uh, a little bit back and forth there, but he basically accuses her of fucking another man in their bed, and she really, she looked like she had nothing to dispute that with. Like, there was no sense of anything. Granted, maybe she didn't know she was being recorded, but uh, whether she was or not, she definitely um, seems like she's over it, and that's understandable. Uh, But again, well... It's a different scenario, right? There's no kids here, but going down to respect. That's some toxic shit, man. Two people going out like that, cussing each other out. I fucking hate you. And uh, that's not going to be good for anybody. It's best to separate in those times. But what do you think about that? What do you think about Stevie J, period? I I think she wasn't defending herself because this is the first time they've had that conversation. Because y'all know, when somebody keeps accusing you of some shit, whether you did it or not, after a while, it's like, what I'm not about to do is go back and forth with you if you're committed to just keeping this up. And so I could see, because I saw where she just went and laid back in the bed, and he chasing her into, not chasing, but, you know, following her as she goes and lays down and covers up. And so it's like, you trying to start some shit. Whether she did it or not, it's like, you want a reaction out of me and I'm not giving it to you, so you're trying to provoke me. And at that point, if that's when it turns into some toxic bullshit, in my, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. We've all been there to the point where you've been in such argument with people that you just have nothing left to argue. And you're just going to shut the F up because you just don't want to do this anymore. You just don't want to play do this out. all the time. That's, <laughs> that feels like that's my go-to. <laughs> My go-to move is shut up, shut up, shut up. I find it hilarious because isn't no. Stevie known for not remaining faithful? And I mean, I don't feel like he's probably remained faithful in his marriage to Faith. So shouldn't they just what? come to an that agreement? That might be maybe, but the thing is, you know, if a reformed dog or a, a temporarily reformed dog actually does right. And then the woman doesn't give them the props that they think that they deserve for that. Um, they will lose their shit also. Because I've definitely like, oh, just because you're doing right by me this week, you want me to fucking kiss your ass? Nigga, no. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. I got shit to say to you. Now you want to come and antagonize me because you think I did something wrong. Get the fuck out of here. So. Mm. I agree with that to an extent. I feel like guys only get that way if they've already fucked up once but they've apologized 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 for it and tried their best to get away from it but the woman will never let it go and so he has to live in his mistake permanently i do know that level of of when a man is just like on his high and mighty horse and you know oh my gosh how dare you you accuse me sure i did it but that was long ago and i had moved right. on how dare you mm. now mm-hmm. yeah how dare you right um, i mean yeah. i feel like they could come to a pretty nice agreement they can both start seeing whoever they want and they can still have the marriage why not just you know be poly change the rules yeah, wasn't it though that not? they had got married like mad fast I can't oh, remember. Like, like, like people were like so shocked. Like, were Faith and Stevie they together? Yeah, nobody knew they were together. They definitely got together Mostly because quickly. I think 
after they started yeah. kicking it. But I don't remember how quickly they got Easy married. come, easy go. Ooh, but That's they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me, Todd. It is. Two-year <laughs> two year marriage, easy come, easy go. They were probably dating for three or four months. They're like, oh, this is going to be fun. We should get married. Got some headlines off the shit. Realized that they hated each other very early on to it and dragged it out for two years. But supposedly they were good friends from years in the industry. So if that part is really true, it's unfortunate that they, you know, the deterioration of that relationship because... That's the worst that's thing, right? It's like when you transition a friendship. Never turn and, into yeah, that's like the biggest risk always. It's like, damn, I don't want to hate you when this is over. Yeah. Friendships, sorry, situationships do not turn back into relationships. Well, they got married, so I don't I'm not gonna say this is a situation. This this is a marriage. <laughs> what if it was a situation ship and their friendship through all those years was actually a situation ship. What if they were seeing each other and sleeping with each other on the side and they were like, you know what? You're, you can see it because these two people are well into their, you know, the beginning stage of their later years. We'll call it that. That's pretty nice. <laughs> that was okay. so great. Very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> political so, savvy is top notch. They, they, they are both like, you know, hey, you know, I want to get married again, but let me marry a friend, someone who I know is a friend first, but someone who I also know is bomb pussy. And we'll make it work. I can see my yeah, yeah, I can see myself being married. That, that's gonna be the one I settle down for. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, that'll work. And then it doesn't. Well is what you got to say. You quiet. Nothing. I my head is fucking. Um I have nothing for them. I mean it's the same thing though. That that what we just talked about with the baby and Danny Lee. Is there's gotta be respect factor to there everything yeah. ain't always gotta we always we ain't gotta make everything end so badly always why why we just can't go our separate ways hey listen i tried i don't think i can do this anymore i don't like it but i respect it all right thank you for your service not for your service oh my god real <laughs> <laughs> yeah. american heroes uh, let me ask you this. Do you guys have certain codes of conduct for when you argue with a loved one? Do you have like your own limits? Uh, I, I will never call a significant other a bitch or like out her name. Does that include Listen. you're acting like a? No, yeah, I would never. I would, because people love to double double back on I mean, that one. I didn't call you, you, you bitch. I said you were acting like one. No, I didn't call you, you stupid. You I said you were in situations. Stupid. When you grow up in situations that have domestic violence in them, I you you could do one or two things. You're either gonna carry it on, or you're gonna try to do the complete opposite. Uh, and right. I'm trying to do the complete opposite. I mean, I don't scream at my kids. I don't raise my voice. I've never had to pop my daughter. I'm I'm never going to. So it started with that. Uh, as far as with women, I'm never going to call them you out your name and do the whole cursing you out. Fuck you, I'll beat this shit up. Uh, listen, let me just go ahead and just, I'll get mad. Yeah. But I'm never going to, I wouldn't, I, I, I take it to, you have to limit it. And you also got to know who you're being with. One, this, my baby right. brother, the smartest thing he ever said is that if she ever make me feel like I got to hit her, I, I won't be with her. That's fair. 
and you know, no one acts. Good. I don't think anyone goes out the way that makes my feel that way. But we've all had situations, I think, that where you've gotten that angry. And if you ever get that angry, it's best to just take yourself out of that situation. Yeah. And don't really get any better. If they can get you there once, they can get you there again. Uh, I don't let nobody get me there. Right. When I don't, when I'm done, and I know I'm going to get mad, I'm either going to go for a walk, or I'm just going to shut. I'm just going to shut down the conversation. I legit will just stop talking. Mm. <laughs> You're going to be so mad when you argue with yourself because there's one thing that you can't take from me, and that's my phone. And I'm going to entertain myself while you get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the phone. Um. And- no, I mean, you're not wrong. It's just funny because we had that episode talking about phones. Um, so I think I do have a, for me now, what would be in my code of conduct is is just um, respect first, you know? And that includes like the way, the words that I choose now to use, because I used to fight dirty, like, like the words I could you'd be everything but a child of God when I was mad when I was like in my full rage Uh. and so part of it is I don't even allow myself to um to really get that upset anymore and I don't engage if I'm that upset like I'm gonna do my work first so that I can be of a level mindset because at the end of the day it's like anger is an emotion yes I experience it I'll let myself have it but I need to keep in mind what the end goal is. And so if the end goal is preserving the relationship, coming into any sort of disagreement or argument with the energy of tearing it down and destructing and 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 making him feel worse is not going to serve my ultimate goal, which is a thriving relationship. And so that's if if I had to say a code of conduct, that would be it. Cool. I I will try I will cuss. I, I I just can't help it. Like when I get mad, I cuss. But what I don't do, but it's more of like, it's more of using fucking, you know, like as an adjective. You know what I mean? like, because you fucking said this and, and that's about, that's about where, that's about where I go. But I try my best. I will never, I will never call you a name because I, I try to argue from the mindset of like, I don't, ever want to have to take any of this back and so i have all too often in my younger years allowed my angry self to put my sober self in positions i never wanted to be in like you say things that you don't mean and it's really hard to take it back you can have a clear conversation after the fight has de-escalated but it's really hard to put those things back in the box so a like if i am going to communicate something that's that serious i'm going to wait till the boiling point comes back down a little bit. And then we can actually have a conversation where we can hear one another. Cause now I want like my sober thoughts to be composed so that we can communicate. Yeah. I won't, I won't call you like a bitch, you know, I, I mean, I used to, and I, I'll be super transparent right now. Like, especially if I'm going to flame the baby for like what he said, like I, Earlier in my days, especially as a teenager, with all my angst and all my, you know, my problems, I would call my mom a fucking bitch all the time. And sometimes I would call my sister one, too. And it was never acceptable. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's privileged as hell. And, like, it wasn't accepted. Look, my mom called the cops on me in fifth grade. Like, my mom, five foot four over 107 pounds, you know, like, she, she laid her foot down, okay? I was disciplined in my household. Don't 
don't you ever worry about that. Um, but in a way, you know, I argued in the same style that I witnessed parents arguing. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're the child of divorced parents <laughs> and like they, they, they spend all that spiel talking about how you're not going to be in the middle, but they always put you in the middle. You know what I mean? It's like, well, your father's going to be here to pick you up at six o'clock. And before you guys leave, I'm going to have to have a word with them. And then you're sitting in the back of the car, watching them argue back and forth. You know what I mean? For, For like the first hours. hour, mm-hmm. you know? So I had to, purify myself of that and i had to and like i told you the other thing is i have like rage issues so now i i make sure that if we are getting there i am gone because i will not allow anybody to take me to my rage state um i just can't because like again i don't want to put things back in the box they're just too hard afterwards and i am not gonna tell you exactly how i feel when i'm in that state if anything i'm gonna go over the the border and i'm gonna really like make you regret wanting to argue with me and that is its own level of toxicity anybody who goes over the line and goes extra hard to try and shut stuff down or like hurt you more than they are being hurt you know like that that is its own level of toxicity so it's wicked bro (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the people yeah that that is that is the the seed of evil um because that that is a lot of hurt that needs to be undone when someone goes to that level. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I try not to cuss other than, like I said, I'll, I'll say fucking for emphasis, like close the fucking door. You know, it's, like, also, it's also the thing that we talked about. Like you, I, if y'all not even, sometimes we don't even be fully broken up. It's just be an argument. This is somebody that you still love. I, right. Like it's just, it's wild, right? You fucking bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Dirty bitch. Hey, man. You just ate her pussy. <laughs> like, calm down. Relax. Bye. You. I'm not going to say who, but somebody said that to me once uh, when we were arguing. She's like, you dirty dick. You dirty dick, nigga. I was like, you wasn't calling me dirty when you was in this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I said, didn't you just suck my dick? And that's how, that's how I felt. I felt like that. You dirty that's dick, nigga. Fair. All you do, I was like, you just suck my dick, though. So yeah, dirty, he dude, was on this dirty dick. dick. It's you, fair. Man. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Well, um, well, yeah, go ahead. We're praying. We're praying for everybody and their anger issues. Yeah. Okay. Um, are we complete with Stevie Dan? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck Stevie. Can we just do something that's fun for a second and just celebrate that Britney's free? Oh yes. Bless her. She won the case. Oh my gosh. She, her conservatorship after thirteen years was finally ended by the judge. <laughs> Niggers. Uh... <laughs> Hi. One of the only two sound effects I got and it was <laughs> uh, so for those of us who aren't following britney spears uh situation tell us what's happening and what tell us what happened and what is happening now okay let's give it a shot so <laughs> to your topic 
was more so just like a mention. It wasn't meant to be like a whole topic topic. <laughs> I don't know, but I want to know what, why, why are we celebrating? Okay, so Britney Spears, remember when she had kind of um, had a mental breakdown? Apparently, I mean, it had to have been, what, 13, 14 years ago, right? Sure. And she shaved her head and like sure. hit the paparazzi with an umbrella. And so the people around her basically... Uh, I don't I don't know the process for putting somebody under conservatorship, but she ended up being put under this conservatorship in California, which essentially meant that she like her dad became like her legal guardian again, essentially power as attorney, a woman, yeah. power of attorney. Even like, as an adult. Yeah. So she couldn't approve any of her own purchases. Like she couldn't access her own money. She had to get like approval to see her children. Like her whole life basically got like locked down and she was under her dad's control and the company, some company that was the conservators for her uh, as well. So it was like her dad and another company. And this was going on for years. Like she's a grown, grown, grown woman now, clearly doing well. So they had her, you know, like she's doing shows, she's going on tours, she's doing all the things that she's, not, she's a responsible adult. And so like she's she not has, under any medication. Exactly. She, she has no issues with any mental exactly mental health issues. That's why I put the quotes when you said break, mental breakdown because yeah. as far as I know, uh just listening to what some people she she did like even the shaving the head, she's like People got to touch my hair to make it perfect every fucking day. Right. All right. How how could I stop this? And she shaved her head. Right. Paparazzi, I fuck paparazzi up on a regular. If I was, if I had to deal with paparazzi, what they were I'd be broke. To her? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be there broke is, stomping y'all niggas. That's a up. that's a really shitty scenario. Yeah. Paparazzi Trash. are stupid aggressive. Yeah. Like the media in of itself, like even in work, like watching like court cases, trials or something like that, and people come out of the courthouse and they got cameras in their face and everywhere. And like, you know, we've seen it on TMZ and the, those cam those paparazzi, man, they get right up in your face. They're attacking you the moment that you're exposed to public air and they're in your face, they're in your walkway, they're demanding and asking you questions of stuff that you don't want to talk about. It's insanely personal. But the moment that you try and put your hand out to try and get them out of your way or excuse them, there's they legal repetition. Yeah. It's crazy. No, yes. man. That's yeah, I mean, I I feel for her. I am I am happy. I mean, I was not really familiar with everything that was going down, but I think anybody um who's made a name and a career for themselves like that deserves to have their own say in what Bro. goes on in their own life. Um I mean the worst yeah. part to me is that again, as a man. And a father, you was just using your daughter for her money, bro. Oh, so bad. Your, your own daughter. You fought to keep not control of your daughter's money, which is pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, he had control over what she did, right? But that all was going to equate to money. He just wanted his daughter's money. That's your kid, bro. Yeah, your kid. Right. Yeah. Fucking sucker. Yeah. It was. It it was it's crazy, and so I'm gonna send them an email, invite them to the show to talk about her it. own lawyer, yeah, bring right? Up. Like she couldn't even hire her own lawyer to fight her case for her, and um, there there this is alleged. Like Times had, I think it was New York Times did a whole little story on this. I watched the thing on the documentary on Hulu, and it was like they were tapping her phone. They had her on birth control, even. Uh, even though she, you know, wanted to have kids, like she couldn't. They had have... her on birth control. 
Yeah. That is a And they wild were making statement. sure, like, there was a security company that was, like, making sure she um, took the pills, like, all whatever medication they had her on. It was just a lot of bullshit. And it was unfortunate that a grown woman essentially had no control over her life. She had to ask to get an iPhone, like a cell phone, when they came out. Oh and God. yeah, like she couldn't drive herself, all this stuff. And so, as something had come out that finally um, was like letting the public see what was really going on, I can't remember what the first thing was, but um, once it, they, oh, it leaked her talking to the judge. She finally got to testify to the judge. And so that right. leaked her telling the details. And so that's when the whole like free Britney movement really kicked off people really campaigning for her and and you know the whole shebang so last week or the week before she free she got free i did see her i did see a quote from her rather like right after it happened that she was thanking everybody on social media because she said she just wouldn't have had the strength to fight it by herself like the whole social media thing really kicked it off for her to kind of give her the inspiration and the, cause she just, I assume after, you know, being stripped of everything like that, you feel powerless. So yeah. like she had no currency, she had no commodities, she had nothing to offer to be able to get herself out of this. So she had probably pretty much just given up, but then people fought for her. And then once you have the public's attention like that, then, you know, it, it changes the game a little bit. And I'm just, I'm glad that, it's resolved for now and um and i'm happy for her and you know i can't believe she did, did that thing with kevin Federline. that was a trash what guy, right did you that mean have kid? sex you have kids yeah. marry yeah. have sex yeah yeah <laughs> what just happened Yo, i can't believe she did that thing huh i'm still what? just in bewilderment over kevin Federline, you know coming on her radar like that but and where is he now? I don't know. Maybe Dancing with the Stars or something. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure there's some like VH1 Remember the 90s show that Stop it. he's popped up on, you know, to Maybe get his little perhaps. 15 minutes back. Perhaps. Okay. Anyway. So that's all I have for Brittany. I just wanted to shout her out one time for the pop culture episode. Hey, Brittany. You're more than welcome to come on the show and, you know, tell us the deets. Yeah. Love to have you, Britt. Yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody else white on the show. Just for an episode. Todd, you're welcome to bring any of your homeboys. Shut the fuck up. Anytime, bro. Bring your boys. He wants another another, uh, white. Homeboys. Bring one of your homies, your bros, your brosin. See if Bo and Preston are available. Is Chad available? Is, is Chad and Tad are they available? Thank Brad Blake around here. Blake, I'll be goddamn. <laughs> you know, I know Blake. We both know a black Blake. I know a black yeah, Blake. Actually, we do. He's an alpha. Yeah, I, I yeah. know a black Blake too. Black. I beat yeah. his ass. Yeah, I don't know a white Blake. Um, oh, I beat the shit out of uh, Blake Griffin. He's a white Blake. I beat the shit out of Black Blake. Um, that's oh, yeah, wild. Blake, Blake, the basketball player. I forgot he's. Yeah, I beat the shit out of Black Blake when I was sixteen. Okay. Fucked him right up. Yeah. He, uh, ooh, he, he 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 was somebody I just I just did not like. Not just not, not at all. Did he touch yeah. your hair? No, he just was like 
you ever been in a situation where like y'all all down bad and somebody try to act like they're better than you? Mm, yeah. We lived in a homeless shelter and this nigga came in like he's the Don Dada. Like nigga, you're in a homeless shelter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm the king of the homeless." Right. That yeah, and, and, uh, he just was—he would be acting out. And yeah. one night, he fought my younger brother. My younger brother beat his ass. Then he's like, "Yeah, I want to fight you now, Israel." And I was like, "That seems dumb." <laughs> my my younger brother just beat you up. I don't think this is gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. You gonna come uh, for the older one? Okay. Yeah, that's so you stupid. Know- Speaking of brothers, that was the latest thing that I saw as far as the update between the baby and Danny Lee was Danny Lee's uh, brother came out and said he would beat the baby's ass. And the most hilarious thing I found about that post was then the shade room writing underneath in its little asterisk, we do not condone violence of any form. Oh, yes. Goofy. Goofy, goofy, goofy. He's just going to give us all the trash on this out public outfalling little by little and you're like danny lee's brother said he's gonna beat the baby's ass we do not condone violence right yes the they're not trying to get you, sued. you if he beats his ass they're not trying put to get it right sued. back on the shade room yeah their lawyer said yeah you can share that but put this under there real quick just right. real quick real quick allegedly allegedly yeah that's funny all right that well it's funny I have one more toxic scenario to discuss with you in the vein of pop culture and everything going on. Okay. What are your thoughts on Travis Scott and Astrofest? Boy, oh boy, is that a terrible situation. Illuminati ritual. That's it. Uh, I, that, I hate it. I hate every time I see that shit. I hate every time I see somebody go, oh, it was a ritual for the Illuminati. What? <laughs> what? This shit has been going on. Well, I mean, it was tragic. Like I, I, all jokes aside, uh, it was it was definitely unfortunate, um, especially for the people who actually died during the event and afterwards, because um, there's we're still finding out that people with injuries have you know succumbed to them. So super unfortunate. Um, one of the reasons I also don't really like going to events like that with lots of people because you just never know. Um, and I think it's easy as outsiders to be like, oh, he should have stopped the show. He should have done this, this, this. And on a level like, yeah, of course. But it also, I also know that I don't know enough about what, um, what, what the, the, the goings on, the intricacies are of the mechanics. Let me say that, that make a, a live event go on. And so like I don't like I just don't know like how much control did he have to fully stop the show? I don't know. Well, I think he could well, stop the music and all that. Yes, for sure, but I don't know. I have security and all that shit there for that too, though. Right, that's the thing. I, I, it's not necessarily his duty to have to stop. However, once it is brought to your attention that people are passing out, and you have a better view of the front of that congregation of people better than anybody else. I've been to concerts. I've been to concerts where they've said, hey, guys, let's take a step back or, hey, let's make sure people are getting water because like dehydration is another thing about people passing out. Like it is exceptionally high. Y'all seen those nature videos when like the murder hornets come and the bumblebees like their only defense against the murder hornets is they swarm the murder the hornet and they rub together and they raise the temperature of their bodies and they basically melt the murder hornet. Yeah, I know about that. 
They jump them. They jump them and they rub their wings together really fast and it creates friction. It heats it warm it heats them up so much that it, it fucking melts them alive. Literally they can withstand yeah, that shit's one degree higher of heat than the murder hornets do. So they raise their temperatures by coming together and vibrating like that. That is to say when things come clustered together wow. like that, it gets super hot. If people are super drunk and there's, you know, uh, intoxicated on many different substances or forms or whatever, you got to stay hydrated. Right. So there's other things, but like, it's not Travis Scott's responsibility but once you see it's going on and then you draw attention to make it worse, then it is on you. And from what I saw, it was just like, oh, my God, people are passing out. Oh, my God, people are passing out. Let's bring out Drake. And then, like, they're trying to get an ambulance through. And there's like, no, that like they're trying to stop the show. Y'all like don't let that ambulance through. Like there was willful undermining i feel like to to not relieve the situation which i do have an issue there and the law will have an issue with that as well because travis Scott's I mean, getting sued out of everything it's hard to tell that part though because uh doing live performances sometimes you get in the zone like they show videos of people trying to tell him but he also has music blaring in his ears and the monitor there, is yeah he has a monitor he's performing to the crowd and receiving that energy back so who's to say he could actually hear like i i didn't see a thing where they were like someone came up to him and said yo motherfuckers is wilding out there and stopped him i just hear people screaming at him stop the show and he's not going to respond to that not in, in the middle sure. of doing a show i mean there's plenty That's of people probably screaming that at every concert yeah. like i mean th- my biggest issue is the crowd is not taking responsibility i went to a concert where they was wilding pushing me up against the fence I mean, I'm hyper aggressive though too. So I turned around and I just pushed back. Hey, I can't beat everybody ass, but I'm gonna let y'all know right now. I'm, whoever's directly in front of me is gonna get fucked up. Stop pushing me. And you know what they did? Stop motherfucking pushing me. We 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 go through things like that. The, they trampled on people. At no point, none of y'all, y'all, y'all. First of all, it's also realizing y'all not gonna get up to see Travis. Y'all not gonna get that close to see him. Relax yourself. Stepping on people, none of y'all stopped it. Nobody stopped to do anything about it. Nobody stopped to, yo, we're stomping on people? Yeah. Nobody? I mean, mob mentality never works in a positive direction. That's one thing I'll say. Like, there's never been a mob that has gathered that has done so for, like, a positive, overwhelming force. Whereas, like, riots are along the same thing. It takes one person in an angry group of people to throw a trash can through a window. And then all of a sudden everybody else is just checking out because somebody else has set that bar. It's never the opposite direction. You never have one outstanding person be like, Hey, we should really step back y'all. And then everybody's like, Oh, you're right. And then you guys come to a consensus. It's no, like, especially in the age of the internet now where trolling is more, relevant than ever and like more of a hobby now and like more of like a platform and a way to be seen like a lot of people feel like the only way to be seen and recognized is how they troll somebody mm-hmm. and i will borrow heavily from my whiteness in this scenario been to many rock concerts in my life the heavier the rock the more the likelihood of what's called a mosh pit okay Mosh pits are quite literally a gathering of people at the front of the show. Hyper violent. Just fucking punching each other, kicking Elbows, each other in kicks. the mouth, swinging arms full round. However, 
every mosh pit I've ever been to, there is an understanding. There are people who want to be in the pit, and then there are people who create the barrier in the space to allow people to do that. I'm always one of the barrier guys. I'm not. I have no desire to punch anybody in the mouth or be punched <laughs> in the mouth because <laughs> once I go red on, it's like, over. <laughs> Could I'm you so, imagine Vita swinging his big ass arm? Oh bro, I'm taking everybody <laughs> out. Mosh pit. <laughs> DDT off the top Listening rope. to Fallout Boy. Mosh pit at Fallout Boy. But there is a group agreement of protection and personal safety. So, like, who was it? Didn't uh, Tiana Taylor? Or was It wasn't Rihanna. It was, like, Tiana Taylor. Somebody stopped her concert recently just after this World thing because of she course. saw somebody was passed out. Yeah, everybody's hypervigilant now after that because Travis is getting sure. sued out the ass. Sure. Except for a little Uzi. But are you telling me in literally the thousands of years of human civilization, we have been gathering in large groups like this forever and ever, literally forever. And you're telling me that this was impossible to avoid, that it's like, you know, it. No, well, you know, just, yeah, I just I don't buy that. Anybody who's saying that it's impossible to avoid, like and and. I know Lil Duval piped up, and you know, you know, my ongoing feud with Lil Duval. He's, he's he's led so many foremost like, right authority concerts. on right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just like uh, I know Lil Uzi was just in Las Vegas, like the In and Out tour or something, or the In and Out Fest or something like that in Las Vegas, and just today I believe quoted that he's not stopping his show for anybody. So if any of y'all are going to pass out, like you better keep it moving or so, y'all better leave or something like that. Cause I'm not stopping my show. Amazing. That is, that is a level of toxic responsibility that you have now shunned. And, and I just, I don't think if, if you're going to have responsibility for the people who are paying money to see you and look out for their well being, then maybe you just don't deserve to do arena tours and stadiums. And like, this is going to be something that's looked at heavily for the next several years. You know, like anybody coming in, like just like guns on set now, it's going to be a huge thing after the Alec Baldwin thing, right? Now we're going to be looking at concert gatherings with hype music and like huge guests. And then I'm like, do we have enough staff to protect this? Who, what are the Let's protocols? Move it to the metaverse so people don't even have to be around each other and everybody can watch from their VR helmets. Oops, I'm sorry. Gross. Sorry. Ready Player let One. Me, it is really Ready me. Player One. <laughs> ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is exactly what we are Fucking now. Black Mirror. Nerd. It's going to be like that Black Mirror where they're like, oh, everybody yeah. put their avatar in the stadium and watch this. I'm telling you. I'm trying. Anyways. We've already done that, though. We've already, we've already started Versus. that. The Fortnite parties with DJ Marshmallow or whatever. Like, y'all remember, like, it being like 2 million people but online. It's, it's, it's that too. Listen, like, I'm not saying, I think there, see, this is where the internet and virtual reality and all these things are double-edged sword because they are, of course, they're wonderful for expanding, um, you know, what's available and giving more people exposure and all that connecting folks. So it's amazing where it becomes a danger is when they start trying to make it the norm to keep people separate and just interacting virtually. And not right, having right. actual human-to-human contact. And that's the thing that I feel like 
they want people to get so used to being six feet away from each other, not spending time together, not doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. I'm not, I, yes, I have a little conspiracy theorist in me, but I think just, it's, it's just to say, pay attention because it's really easy when they make incremental changes and you don't notice. And then you look back and you're like, oh shit. I don't even have to leave my house anymore to do any of the things that I need to do. I haven't seen another human being in six months. Like that's just be mindful, y'all. That's all I'm saying. I don't don't see that happening just because I feel like screen fatigue and those like VR situations are also tiresome. Like I just that's again after thousands of years of well, I mean, I think people. If anything, what I've observed from the pandemic was really how much people desire to be in close contact because like, and to be around one another, like we tried to put some systems in place just to slow the virus and, you know, people were more willing to party and hang out with one another and be socially interactive together than, you know, some of the protocols. But I I do know that there is nothing like human contact and gathering with people and being able to hug them and being able to see them and laugh with them. And like, you know, those fucking helmets, man, they, they, they're tiresome and you get screen fatigue. Like your eyes just can't take that. I mean, sure. They can come up with pills and glasses to kind of remedy all that stuff. But I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And maybe I'm just being hopeful and optimistic, but I just, I don't ever see where people are going to prefer to gather online versus in person. I can see it being commercialized to where it's more profitable to have people gather online than in person. Yeah. Yeah. For I sure. mean, I do, I do hope that human nature wins out in the end and that it's not something where it becomes the norm. But I also see that they're pouring a lot of money into people creating lives that are virtual where you don't own anything physically you own all this stuff in the metaverse you own like there's a there's a website where people are literally buying met uh like the virtual land of of the world they're buying virtual plots of land and building buildings and you're gonna have currency cryptocurrency that is only good in the metaverse and you can have all these things and credit and let me just anyways so I'm just saying, just be mindful. That's all. Just just be mindful and don't be don't say yes to everything. The just be mindful thing is honestly a part of every every topic we talked about today. Yeah. If motherfuckers is just mindful, we probably wouldn't be going through a lot of the things that we discussed. <laughs> that is our communal lesson learned today. What did we learn today? Be fucking be mindful. mindful. hmm mm. Of yourself, mind. of other people, of right. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I think that's amazing. I feel like this is a great. I, look, can I just say, I got to get my little sap sap in. I okay, miss you guys. I'm so sad. We haven't had an episode in a few weeks. I'm so it's glad true. we're back. Um, is thanks for pushing through the migraine to be with us today because I know that shit is 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 tough. So love you guys. My forehead feels like it's about to explode, but I love y'all. We love each other. This is the most balanced podcast in the world, and we just want everybody to see the love here between these three people. Love and appreciation and respect. And our future white guests. And our future. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tad, Brad, Tad. 
Huey, and Dewey, Andy. and Louie. And Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we can wrap it up there. We appreciate everyone. Miss CTG, where can they find us? On the internet at Mancer's Pod. On Instagram. Hey, hey, hey. At Mancers Pod, let us know. Subscribe and follow. Leave us a review. Don't forget to tell your friends. Send us questions and allow us to unpack your universe on the next episode of Mancers. Mancers, 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 Mancers. Oh, yeah, it's Mancers. And we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. Longest outcome ever. <laughs> <laughs>